Miyamo Sean. <laughs> Just to let you know, you can sit back and relax because we're about to double your pleasure and double your fun. It's part two of Geeksters. And welcome to episode 211, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the second half of the show. Welcome to part two of Geeksters. You may now turn your page. Boop. (laughs) (laughs) Previously on Geeksters, we laughed, we cried. (laughs) And that's why I got my balls laminated. (laughs) Now, the new episode of Geeksters. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Here in part two, we uh, give you what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD and video games. Yeah. And we have not one, but two video game reviews. Yes. Um, one's a little more in-depth. Mine was more of a gloss over. <laughs> um, but uh, we also bring you the news. Yes. We talk a little Star Wars. Yes. We talk a little Doctor Strange. We talk a little DC. Yes. We don't talk about DC. I bring in DC at some point. I talk about it, so... <laughs> Eventually it gets around there. Ed mispronounced a title that made me go on a rant. (laughs) What title that is, you'll just have to wait and find out. That's right. And then when we come back, apparently Ed's got another news article. Yes. I'm dealing with. Uh, Fantastic Four and the uh, Uh, casting choice that they did not make. I'm riveted. 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 Riveted, I tell you. Yep. If there is a rivet, that's me, and I'm riveted. So I want you people to be smoothed out and calm when we get into the end of the show. When Ed gives us a news article that's not on the live version of the show. So you guys are getting to see a little behind the scenes and all. So there's no behind the scenes. It's just another article. (laughs) So you know what? You just sit back and you relax. What's wrong, Ed? I'm just waiting to see how you get out of this corner that you paid yourself really. in. I'm just going to go, uh, look, when it's not the first one I paid myself in the corner, and guess what? It won't be the last. So right. just sit back and laugh at the fool that I am while you listen to the episode, and we'll see you at the end. That's right. You're listening to Geeksters live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Yeah, hold on about the high heart radio. <laughs> <laughs> Fell in the old mode again. Uh, hi, welcome back, everybody. This here is the part of the show. Where we bring you the new releases. Yeah, that's right. All right, Ed. What's coming out this week on Blu-ray, DVD, and video games? <laughs> <laughs> Extras 3, the collector's edition, is coming out on Blu-ray this Tuesday. Oh, joy. So. Mad Max High Octane Anthology Collection is yeah. also coming on Blu-ray. This is all the films 
for yeah, uh, Mad I'm, Max. I'm looking at that and I'm going, oh, 240 bucks. <laughs> I, 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 the only thing I probably would really be interested in, mm-hmm. first of all, it's got that nice little statue of the car. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, oh, it's probably they're probably all in that. Li- like it's like a little case with the cars sitting yeah. on top. You pull the car off and there are all the discs. Um, I'm a fan of the first one. The second one will always be dear in my heart because it was, I think, like the first R-rated movie my dad and I went together. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. um, Thunderdome, uh, Beyond Thunder. Uh, all right, it's got a, it's got its moments. Yeah. Uh, then the the last one would be uh, Fury Road. Yeah. Uh, it's a great movie. I love that movie. We saw it. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested to know because there he's doing the Chrome version, which is he originally had the movie um, in black and white. He was yeah. going to film it in black and white. So. For this edition, they took all the color out. They have the theatrical version of the movie mm-hmm. and the chrome edition, which is the black and white edition. I, I kind of want to see that because, yeah. I mean, the movie's great it's in its, of itself, but I would kind of want to see how the black and white version plays out. I mean, yeah. I know it's going to play out the same way, but <laughs> sometimes a movie without with being black and white has more of an impact on certain scenes. Yes, you're right. So I'm wondering if they're going to do like a black and white version outside of this collection. Mm-hmm. If not, I mean, I'm going to have to like save my pennies or put that on my Dear Santa list. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, what else you got there? Uh, Mr. Church is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. You know, people will go, what? Uh, this is the one with Eddie Murphy. This is uh, kind of like, I think he's kind of got to get back into movies. Uh, those last few have not do- done so well in the theater. And this is a more dramatic uh, feature for him uh, to get back to and trying to, you know, show that he knows how to be an actor. Yes. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, granted, I mean, I thought he was a phenomenal actor for a lot of decades. Yeah. You know, it just there was a couple of movies that was like, ooh. I I think the problem was is that he did Dreamgirls, and everyone talked about how phenomenal he was in that. Yeah. And he got an Oscar nomination for it, but then right around Oscar, like he came out with Norbit. Yeah. And it was like. Oh, such a bomb. Yeah. It was like a bomb in, in you know, Pluto Nash realm kind yes. of thing. And everyone went, oh, my God, I can't believe. And they say that that kind of really hurt his Oscar chance. Mm-hmm. Like, people were saying that he was going to win an Oscar for that movie. And then, boom. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, uh, all right. Well, I'm hoping that maybe they'll bring him back into the fold of that movies. Yeah. Besides just being the voice of a donkey. <laughs> uh, what else you got there, Red? Uh, also, the uh, Street Fighter Two, the animated movie, is coming out on Blu-ray. I think this is the first time it's actually hitting Blu-ray. This is a, a movie that, uh, based on the you know Street Fighter uh, franchise, two franchise, well, the characters. Um, I enjoyed it highly. It's uh, it's I, a really good film to, to you know if you're into Japanese anime. I, I had it on videotape. Yeah, that's how old this movie is. I, I, it really, really, really good movie. Yes. All right, what else? Uh, the Quiet Man. This is a John Wayne movie. <laughs> Quiet Man. They call this the Olive Signature Blu-ray. It's coming out uh, this uh, week on Tuesday. So uh, if you're a John Wayne fan. Uh, was this his last movie or was this? No, his last movie was The Shootist. Okay. Uh, which was uh, based on the Old West coming to, you know, the modern times are coming in. Gotcha. He's one of the last cowboys. Really, that's a really good movie for John Wayne. Um, I love that movie. I watch it over and over again every chance I get. Like it's just a, uh, it's not really that. It's a it's a drama, and there's only action towards the end of it. And uh, the uh, Ron Howard's in it as, as a young man. Oh, Opie. Uh, yes, but not right. actually. He's a kid. He's a 
like in his uh, late teens, my early twenties okay. at, at the time, and uh, I, I, it's like I said, it's a fun movie to watch. All right, for me right. anyway. <laughs> I, I honestly never seen. A, I don't think I've ever seen an, an any John Wayne movie. Really? Yeah. Never really, never really did it. I mean, I knew who he was because he was an icon of the seventies and the sixties. And when did he die? Uh, nineteen seventy six or seventy seven. Right, of yeah. cancer. Yes. You know, so I mean, I kind of knew who he was, but I wasn't like, oh, what a shame, John Wayne did. I just remember going, John Wayne. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> that's it. Like that's all I knew about him. I when my dad was alive, we watched when I was younger. We watched a few John Wayne movies okay. together, and it's a lot of. I mean. He's he was the actor of the fifties and sixties that you would go to for a lot of action movies in the seventies. He did a, right. quite a few action movies. And he was he, my favorite, he played a Phil the Hun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's always the, the greatest story that it, that was ever told. It's the movie of Jesus Christ, and yeah. it was a big, big production, and it was like the movie everyone wanted to be into. So it was a shit ton of cameos. Yeah. And he was a gladiator. He was a Roman soldier. Mm-hmm. And he got to say the line, you know, he truly is the son of God. Yeah. You know, but it's John Wayne. So it came out, he truly is the son of God. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, what? <laughs> like, I don't think Roman soldiers sounded like that, but uh, it's John Wayne. All right. You know, sure. <laughs> there you go. All right. So what else you got? Uh, the Trial of Dracula is coming out. Let's do dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Here today at <laughs> the People's Court. <laughs> today on Judge Amy. Man says he's Dracula trying to fight for rent. <laughs> blah, you don't understand. He owes me rent, the back rent for three months. Blah. I tried to come in and take a bite out of him. But no. I, uh, judge, 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 you don't understand. I. I was out of a job. That, that how is that my fault? That all both is be quiet. <laughs> uh, look, I understand she went the other way, but I, you know she's the judge. I have to respect that. <laughs> what kind of trial? That's what I want to know. Is it like you? Know? <laughs> right, what else you got? Okay. Uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice Ultimate Edition with Max, M- Mad Max Fury Road, San Andreas, and Amazon exclusive. It's a 4K, uh, 4K, 4K triple pack. Yes, uh, that kind of makes me a little worried. Yeah. Why is that? Well, okay, first they all have really nothing to do with one another. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do a triple pack, I mean, at least try to keep a theme going. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I mean, okay, yeah, they're all obviously Warner Brother movies. Yeah. <laughs> but really? Like, I just. <laughs> Too soon? Those three? <laughs> Too like, soon? That seems, yeah, like, that seems <laughs> something like 10 years from now where, yeah. where all the actors are done with their roles and Mad Max, like, oh, like, Mad Max Fury Road should not be in any kind of package deal unless it's in a Mad Max package. That's right. Uh, all right, what else? Uh, Skip Trace is coming out on Blu-ray DVD. The reason I picked this one is Jackie Chan is in this movie. And Johnny Knoxville. That's right. The great actor, Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm interested in seeing it because I like the two of them. Mm-hmm. It'll be, you know, Jackie Chan doing some wacky stunts, maybe. <laughs> you know, some little hand-to-hand combat. Johnny Knoxville doing action comedy, I guess. I, I don't I, know. I mean, I loved him in Duke's Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, I was actually watching something on YouTube is why uh, Johnny Knoxville is not in movies. You know, he was 
Uh, he was up there. He was up there, you know, and, he, he, and he, he's actually more spending more time with his family. But a lot of the what he did in uh, Jackass actually hurt him in a way because now he he basically broke his penis, as, right. as, as they say. You know, <laughs> he has this like penis in a bosom bag, something like that. But like a youth youth tube or something like that. Like, wow. Yeah, one of the stunts went wrong, and he. Wow. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, they kind of they 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 kind of pass him on a lot of different things. So it's good to see him trying to do something. All right. Uh, post-pop depression live at the Royal Albert Hall is coming out on Blu-ray. Iggy Pop okay. a- as a uh, concert's coming out uh, from uh, May 13th, July 2016. So if you want to see that, then go catch it Tuesday. All right. Um, and then I have a personal pick of mine. I don't know why I picked it. It's just something I, when I saw the title. I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested. It's called Zoom. It's a multidimensional interface between a comic book artist, a novelist, and a film director each in its live in a separate reality, but author of the story uh, about one of the others. So basically, it's like a one of those bizarre movies that uh, has three different like stories, but they all tie together eventually in the movie. So I was kind of interested in that. So, but that's all I have for uh, Blu-ray and DVD in terms of movies and TV. Is there uh, anything that you like to uh, add? Yeah, a couple things. Uh, number one, I'm gonna here's the. The Trial of Dra- Dracula is not really a movie; it's more of a, it seems to be more of a documentary. Okay. Because um, here's the editorial reviews: um, diabolical, seductive, immortal. Vampires have been an icon of evil in folklore and popular culture for more than two centuries. Yet only one name still personifies the ultimate aristocrat of bloodlust. Now joins the world's most foremost experts on Dracula, including academics, authors and horror historians as they explore the untold story of the Transylvanian Count from the legend of Vlad the Impaler and Bram Stoker's celebrated no- novel through its landmark stage productions and classic movie adaptations. It's a crimson trial. Trail. Maybe it's where the crimson trail. Yeah, it's the trail of Dracula, not the trial of Dracula. What, I misread something <laughs> again? Surprise! It's a, it's a crimson trail of twisted arch- archival materials Startling, startling film clips and rare interviews featuring Bella Lugosi, John Carradine, and Christopher Lee, plus bonus materials that include additional interviews with Udo Kier and Werner Herzig, over 90 minutes of Dracula movie trailers, and more. <laughs> Though I gotta be honest, I would see the trial of Dracula just for just for the record. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm in. I you know, granted, it's not. The trail of Dracula, but I definitely see the trial. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm this guy. I, I wasn't even there. <laughs> I do actually have two picks okay. that weren't on your list for whatever reason. First one, uh, Lights Out. That's the movie with the guy who is blind. Oh, is that that movie? Yes. Okay. I mean, I think so. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. And then the other one is Nerve. That's with Emma Roberts and Dave Franco. That's the movie that was in theaters not too long ago where it was, oh, yeah. hey, you know what? Um, you gotta, Girl, you're so pure and pristine. You got to live a little. You know what? Here's an internet game where you get to play and you can do wacky stuff and people yeah. film it. And next thing you know, <gasps> intrigue. You know? <laughs> so I'm interested in seeing both of those, actually. Okay. So. Uh, let's see. Anything else going down the list? La 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 la. Talladega Nights, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby's getting a remastered. It's the big hairy American winning edition. 
<laughs> I don't know too, because then you're getting bonus stuff. But oh, it just says, "Hey, it's the movie." Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it, pretty much. Okay. Okay. What else you got? Uh, move uh, video games now. Uh, Minecraft: The Story Mode, the complete adventure by Telltale Games for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. Okay. Uh, Sherlock Holmes: The Devil's Daughter by Bandai Nebco Entertainment America Incorporated for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Yeah, it's it's the second of the uh, Sherlock Holmes video games that are out there. Okay. Where it's kind of like you walk around, and go, "Ooh, what's this?" and you interact with it, and you you play Sherlock Holmes. So nice. There you go. What else? Uh, Just Dance 2017 by Ubisoft. Oh snap! For the PS3, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Wii, and Wii U. And that's that's Tuesday release. Yes. Get my twerk on, girl. Uh, shake your groove. Shake your groove. Apparently, this this edition gives you a one month um, free subscription to Just Dance Unlimited. Ed, Ooh. I don't know what that means, but I'm assuming it's one of those like, hey, you like this song? Buy it from us for like three dollars, and you get to dance along to it. Yeah. And as a bonus feature. Apparently now you don't even need, um, what do you call it, uh, remotes anymore. Apparently there's an app for your phone that you can actually hold while you play it. Okay. So everybody can get in on a, on the Just Dance craze. There you go. There you go. So I'm going to download that app. I'm going to be shaking my moneymaker here on the show. Like, hey, what do you got news that I need to be like twerking? Twerk, 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 twerk. If you like it, you should have put a ring on it. If you like it, you should put a ring. Uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> Right, so what else is uh, there coming out? Oh, must be Japanese style. Ed's, Ed's brace himself. Okay, here we go. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 Day 1 Edition by Bandai Napco Entertainment American Incorporated for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Oh, there's nothing. It's Jack, the next Dragon Ball Z game. Yes. Except Xenoverse, Xenoverse, Xenoverse 2. 2. Day 1. Yeah. Day one. There's a Day 1 Edition and there's a Deluxe Edition. All right. All right. Uh, next is a World of Final Fantasy by Square Enix for the PS4 and PS Vita, and that's a Tuesday release. Yeah, I saw that. It's the one where they had like little Final Fantasy characters in chibi form, uh-huh. and then apparently it's like a tower defense kind of game. I, I yeah, yeah, I, they're just gearing up for like next month when uh, uh, Final Fantasy 15 comes out. I know this one you'll be excited for. Farming Simulator 17. I can't wait. By Maximum Games for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. I can't wait. Go get my tractor. Drive around. I'm International Harvester. (laughs) Been married 10 years to the farmer's daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Got two kids in the county 4-8. I'm a lifetime sponsor of the FFA. Hey. That's what I make. I make a lot of hay for a little pay. He loves that fucking song. Yeah. I didn't know that was really a song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a legitimate song, and Sean loves that song. He goes, come on, guess what was stuck in my head all day, Stacey? I'm like, what? He's like, International Harvester? I'm like, fuck, why did I show that to you? Uh-huh. <laughs> now he's going to play it. Watch how he jams out. It's hilarious. Uh, hold on. It's an ad for us. Okay. It's an ad for... Uh, Oh, it's the ad you don't like for uh, Hillary. It's where the woman's like, I used to be a Republican. Oh, my God. And, and <laughs> <laughs> okay, so brace yourself, everyone, <clears throat> because Sean's about to play a country song. And if you don't like country, just come back in like 30 seconds. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. 
There we go. There we go. I love the song. It's catchy. <laughs> we'll find out why I like it. Like You're going to hate it, Ed. I like the guitar. You know it's country. Wait a minute. I'm the son of a third generation farmer. We played this already. Uh-huh. Been married 10 years to the farmer's daughter. I'm a God-fearing, hard-working combine driver. Hogging up the road on my flower. Chugging, looking, looking five miles an hour. On my international harvester. Driving down the road. Three miles of cars laying on their horn. Yeehaw! <laughs> falling on deaf ears of corn. Lined up behind me like a big parade. <laughs> yeah. Of late to work. He's stripping, folks. He's stripping. <laughs> Come on, everybody! <laughs> I know I'm going to assault somebody in this room, but what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> That's fine. I'll take full responsibility for that. God uh, damn it. <laughs> Don't make me get out my hillbilly bone. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're what now? <laughs> it's not that kind of a show. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to play that one. Oh, no. <laughs> 
There's another one. Uh huh. There's a lot of them. I have like a whole playlist on my phone that's strictly like Sean Country. It's Sean like, Country. <laughs> yes. <because laughs> a song will come on and he'll be like, "Babe, I really, really like that song." <laughs> Apparently, I didn't know Trace Atkins is in that too. Yeah, he's he does like a a little part of it. Oh, okay. Trace but it's Blake Trace. Shelton's song. I love this song. I gotta be honest, I'm a I'm a Blake Shelton fan. <laughs> I, I always kind of had been watching him on The Voice. So he's got I, a man crush. I'd say you know, I, I want him because he's so damn charming. Poor Ed. Somebody categorized that as music. Hey! <laughs> so maybe with that, what's the other one I like? Blake Shelton. Uh, you like a lot of Blake Shelton. Like I said, you know, I'm a country boy, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> country right. boy from the ghetto. So what else is uh, coming out in video games, there, Ed? Sorry for that musical interlude. <laughs> the fuck, where were we? Oh, the farmer, the farming. Farm. Yeah, it's it your was. fault. I wouldn't have gone down that well of, of greatness that's known as. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what was that again? Sorry, I might have to get the game. <laughs> just, I'll just have that saw in a constant loop. Just chugging, looking, looking at my, my miles an hour. I'm an international harvester, bitches. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay, what else is coming out? Uh, corpse Party is coming out from Back to <coughs> sorry, sorry, Corpse Corpse Corp, Party. Corpse Party Back to School Edition by Exceed Games for the 3DS, and that's a Tuesday release. Yeah, it's one of those Japanese anime games where you control a bunch of girls, and it's actually it can't <laughs> be. I pronounced it. Corpse, no, no. Corpse Party is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was saying it can't be a Japanese game. I pronounced <laughs> it correctly. <laughs> Well, this sorry. one is, this one is, <sighs> Yoramani Night Alone, and then Slash, because it's two games in one, I can't even pronounce it because it's H-T-O-L, pound sign, N-I-Q, The Firefly Diary by N-I-S, American Incorporated for the PS4 and PS Vita. Wow. So I don't even know what H, 
T O L pound sign N I Q is. <laughs> but they're the two games. Uh, next is Infinite uh, Air by uh, I'm sorry Infinite Air with Mark M- 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 <laughs> Infinite Air with Mark McMorris by Maximum Games for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a that, Tuesday release. That is a um, basically a uh, snowboarding game. Yes, it's supposed to be though. From all the ads that I've been seeing at work, mm-hmm. it's hey, it's as good as it's the snowboard skate of snowboarding. Apparently, skate the roller um, yeah. the skateboarding one. Was really good. And the mechanics changed the way gameplay was. You know, mm-hmm. it was like a groundbreaking game. They're saying that this is on par with that. Okay. Personally, I'm looking forward to Steep. Steep. It's Ubisoft's um, open world skiing, and and there's skiing, there's snowboarding, there's uh, you know, the air suit diving. Okay. You know, like I'm really interested in that because it looks like it's a lot of fun. But you, I just, I just don't see you as that kind of like player because you get you get like height sickness on 3d movies that are looking down and all the more reason why i like playing those video games i don't give to give a shit about heights i mean it could be on a top of i could jump off a mountain i i love assassin's creed getting on top of a, i'll climb that building just so i could jump off it because i'd be like it's a video game okay you know like this plus it do be soft i kind of like all their stuff but i used to be a big fan of ssx you know mm-hmm. so i'm like i, I might actually and okay. also, too, there's a lot of cool tchotchkes in it. <laughs> of course. All right. <laughs> where where there's, like, nighttime snowboarding and your your suit glows. You get to, like, like glow and ah. board. And I'm like, I'm going to have to put a pre-order in that one just <laughs> to get the extra nighttime ski, skiing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it makes sense. But it looks real pretty, too. Just saying. I like a pretty game. Anyway, go ahead. Oh. All right. Here we go. Everybody get the drinks out. No bungas and Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, no bungas and a, uh, a bombshell sphere of influence ascension by Koi Temco America Corporation for the PS4. That's a Tuesday release. Would you like me to translate? Yes. <laughs> first just, one. Let's see the first one. Oh, it's a uh, Numunga's ambition sphere of influence ascension. It's that it's they're a um, it's a long running game. That has a bunch of like you were a warlord and you got to take over this area. Okay, it's amazing. All right, all right. What else you got? Project Cars Complete Edition only at GameStop by Bandai Namco Games America Incorporated for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. All right. Titanfall Two Standard Marauder Corps Collectors Edition by Electronic Arts for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and that's a Friday release. Yeah, the twenty eighth Titanfall Two. Yep, that's another one I'm really interested in getting. Um, it's got a nice little story. Titanfall, the first one, was an Xbox exclusive. Right. Um, that was a day that one release. Day one release, and then it was also in the 360. Problem was it was a little ahead of its time because it was all multiplayer stuff. There was mm-hmm. no storyline. Apparently, it didn't sell as well as they were hoping because like a month later, they were like, we're announcing Titanfall 2, and it's cross-platform. Cross, it's, it's for both everything. It's for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Everyone's like, that seems a little quick, but uh, all right. And then... They did it, and they, they threw a story in where, you know, um, there's a, a story as well as the multiplayer stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, people who played Titanfall, they enjoyed it, but again, a lot of them were like, just kind of wish it had a story. Yeah. Which is weird, because when you throw in, like, a Call of Duty kind of thing, is they don't give a shit about the story. They care about the multiplayer, so it was like, well, like, Overwatch. It- well, you know, it, it, it does make sense, and it doesn't make sense. To me, it makes sense, because 
you're you're not doing the standard battle where like you know like Call of Duty, you know you're going to be in a war of some kind, and you're fighting other people, and right. the online play is really where it's at for the whole thing. Where this is mech machines that you're you're playing, and then you jump out as a soldier and you're running right. through, and it's really immersive of a game. But the thing is, is that like, well, how do the mechs get there? You know, like like give me some kind of like well, background. Well, actually, according to the story, is is that the mechs are just glorified robots because there is an interaction where the, the in the storyline. The robot talks to you. It interacts with you. It mm. saves your ass a couple times. So, like, there's a, like, a, you might want to say a relationship, not in the dirty way, but a relationship <laughs> between man and machine in, in this these kind of battles. Put your weapon in my porthole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We got uh, Robinson, The Journey VR by Sony Computer Entertainment America for the PS4, and that's a Friday release as well. All right. And finally... The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition by Bethesda uh, Softworks for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's a Friday release. Um, yeah, I, this is this is the one where I really, really want to get this one because <laughs> I played it. I played all the other versions. Yes, and if you see the video of the remastered, it is gorgeous. It's so it's so pretty. Yeah, and I'm just like I could spend another three to four hundred hours in it. If I was single. (laughs) 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 Only because it is one of those games. Like, if I had a day off and I had the house myself, it'd be like, um, ah, clock in, Skyrim, clock out eight eight hours later. Yeah. Because it is that kind of game where you can just wander around for hours and hours and do very little. Yeah. Like, my brother-in-law spent, like, three hours picking flowers. Sorry, the red. (laughs) That was that pee and picking flowers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, apparently, need a spit guard. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> too. I just start talking like this. <laughs> um, I, though, as much as I love my PS4, mm. I might have to wait for the Xbox One to actually get this game because with the remastered editions of both the, with this mm. game for both systems, Bethesda and Microsoft and Sony. They said they were going to allow mod support. Now, for those people who don't know, is in the PC community, if there's a game that says this, says here's how you know, here's how the machine, here, yeah. how, here's how, here's a little pull back to the curtain, right. and if any any modifications that you want to make, go ahead and you can incorporate into the game. Most of it's usually like higher res graphics. I know that they made like the women more beautiful, or the guys more rugged. But then you get the goofy ones, like instead of dragons, they're all Thomas the Tank Engines. Or <laughs> there's uh, the dragons have the head of Ma- uh, Randy Ma- Macho Man Savage. Right. You know, so when it lands, it goes, oh, yeah, so you're fighting these dragons, that, right. like Macho Man. Or the little ones, there's like a Star Wars mod where off in the distance you can see that that star you're supposed to be in, it looks more like Endor, mm-hmm. and that your swords are actually lightsabers, and it makes the noise. And oh, okay. Boom. So... There's like there's little things that I would really love to be able to kind of play with it. Yeah. Just because I don't really have a PC version of Skyrim. I thought that was her job. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the problem was that Bethesda it was supposed to be for same with Fallout Four when right. it came, when it hit the, the consoles. Apparently, Sony kind of put the nicks on a lot of the mod support because they're like, well, so in order to mod it, you have to get into the program. How do we guarantee that some schmuck isn't gonna put a bug in there that's going to f- affect our whole network. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, both systems have enough problems with hacking in it enough as it is. Right. So why are you opening up to willingly 
let someone hack into a game, change, modify it, and go here, play this version. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. So I mean, I might where the Microsoft version has full mod support. The PlayStation Four version has like limited mod support. Like, okay. Like their mod is like, well, it's a mod that has to do with in, within the game itself, like as far as you know, creating like better pixels or whatever. That would be allowed, but any of like the Thomas Tank Engine stuff, the, the fun stuff, it's a no go. Now that might change; they might change their mind at the last minute, but I, I really don't see it happening. <laughs> well, it just it really depends on how much the mod support gets and how much sales that Xbox will do right. versus like, the Sony will. I, I mean. guarantee you that I, they lost a sale with me from so, Sony one. Yeah, it might, I'll wait till it drops down like twenty bucks, and then I'll get it because it's it is such a gorgeous game, and you can lose you can lose yourself. She would probably say it's boring. Because it really is a lot of walking, a mm. lot of like looking around, and then oh yeah, it's it's a lot of just walking and walking and walking. Not not yeah, sky, yeah. not no man's sky kind of action. No, no, I mean, there's I mean, interaction with other people, so eventually there would be some kind of interaction. But you could literally walk for like an hour and no, see no. nothing. I mean, um, when me and my brother lived together, he loved Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Was a huge Skyrim fan. So there was stuff that I would watch, but I would kind of like we would sit in the living room together. And he would be like, all right, I'm going to play Skyrim while you make a lesson plan. And then, like, when he would walk and walk and walk and walk and walk, and then when something would happen where he would have to, like, get a dragon or, or fight someone, he'd be like, look, something cool is going to happen. And I yeah. would stop what I was doing, right. watch whatever cool was happening for a few minutes, and then go right back. I can watch Skyrim better, definitely better than No Man's Sky right. if I can fill my time with something during the aimlessly walking around that it okay. has, you know? Right. Um. I liked that you could walk up the stuff like a lot. Like he mm. didn't when when Josh would play, he wouldn't have to go around to get to something. He could literally just like walk up the mountain, walk down the mountain, walk up the mountain, walk yeah. down the mountain, and just cut straight across. So it seemed like it didn't. While he would walk for a long time, he got to like a ton of places in that long time, which mm. makes a little bit more sense to me. Where when when Sean was playing No Man's Sky, he would walk and walk and walk, and I'm like, well, did you even go anywhere? Like, you've been walking for, like, an hour. Have you even gone anywhere? Whereas Skyrim, he's like, no, I went over this mountain, I went over that mountain, there's this village, there's that, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. If right. you have to walk to get somewhere, I can, I get that. I'm not, right. I'm not upset at that at all. It's, it's, it, with No Man, he was, like, walking in circles. Yeah. Just completely, <laughs> the, the scenery didn't change. Right. You know, it was just the same thing for Look, hours tree. and hours. <laughs> You're right. Look, tree. I think that's the same tree. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, no, no, no. It's no, it's different. I promise. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> the leaves are flanking up. Well, it was wind now. <laughs> Isn't it gorgeous looking wind? <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yeah, like I said, that's kind of, that'd be my pick of the week. Like, if you get a chance to get your hands on Skyrim, as much as Titanfall 2 looks great and mm-hmm. all that stuff, though, I mean, if you've played Skyrim, this is, like, that'd be my, like I said, pick of the week. All right. All right, you got anything else coming out? No, that is all the releases uh, we okay. have. Okay, well, we got reviews. Do you? Yes. Um, reviews of, I picked up Rise of the Tomb Raider and Return to Arkham. Okay. Um, briefly, it's Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's came out, it's been out for a couple weeks now. Finally got my hands on it. Um, playing it. It's Tomb Raider. I'm enjoying playing it. She's a little eh, better because, again, you know, like when I play, she watches. Mm. And it's Tomb Raider. So a lot of places are empty. You might say yeah. empty like a tomb. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so there's not a lot of action. It is a lot of like, hey, go over here because there's, um, in order to level up, you have to do certain things. You have to explore. You mm-hmm. have to kind of go, look, here's a mur- mural on the wall. Let me decipher that and look my 
Greek goes up so I can read a monolith that's up here. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's kind of along those lines. They're like, hey, look, there's a document over here. Or that It kind of reminds me a lot of the first tumor, but I love the first tumor. So I'm enjoying it. I like this is supposed to be her very her first tomb that she's raided. And I use air quotes. You know, obviously it's it's she's got daddy issues because this is what killed her father. So so she my dad must be onto something, so therefore I'm gonna continue his work to shoot show that my daddy wasn't uh, an insane guy just <laughs> rambling. Okay. You know, it's beautiful. I loved it. Um if you get a chance, I mean, it's been out for over a year now, because if you had an Xbox One, it's no big deal. But this is like the Lara Croft is now 20 years old at this point. Right. So it's like this big 20th anniversary, you know, with all the downloadable content that was in the Xbox One version mm-hmm. that came out this past year is obviously free. Um, there's also an added, a couple added levels where outside of the game, mm-hmm. like let's say challenge missions, ones uh, where you kind of walk around the mansion. And the other one's designed specifically for the VR unit, or that you can play with the VR unit. Mm. So you get to kind of experience walking through, you know, um, <laughs> being a woman, <laughs> Croft Manor, as mm. you know, like as you're walking around, going, "Ooh, what's this?" and be able to interact with things. Yeah. Apparently, I I enjoyed it mostly, but the big hook was you know to pick up Arkham Return Arkham. I was going to get it anyway. Mm. It's a bonus that she's now with Young Live with me because she loves those games. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna hand it off to her because she's been playing it way more than I have. <laughs> um, it it's nothing's changed about them like right. game wise. Um, it does look phenomenal. Okay, like the colors are better, the sounds, are, everything is just better. Okay. Um, I remember a lot of the stuff from Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, where it sounds like Jason. It's been a really long time since I played that. It's like when he's watching me, I'm like, do you remember this? He's like, ah, it's kind of like playing a whole new brand new game for me. Right. I have a better memory though. Yeah. So I'm like, no, no, I remember this. I remember that. I remember this. I remember that. My biggest issue that I'm having (laughs) is that because I have played Arkham City and Arkham not well and Arkham Origins and Arkham Knight, Mm -hmm. but Arkham Origins doesn't count. Because I have played all of them, yeah. I keep wanting to do the stuff that I could do in, in those games. In Arkham Knight, right. you know what I mean? Like I keep the way that you bring up his gadgets is different, and I, I you know, it started in a in a room, and I know that there's a hidden riddle in that room because right. I remember doing it, but I can't do it because I don't have my explosive gel yet because I have to get through the storyline <laughs> to be able to get it. So right. I'm like, shit. It's kind of like a double-edged sword because when I'm in an area, I know what's in that area. Right. And I want to just go get it all while I'm in there instead of having to come back. But I can't because I don't have the stuff that I need to, to get, get it un- stuff, right. until I go along. Um, I mean, it's fun all over again. Mm-hmm. I can see the the button difference. You know, like in, in Arkham Knight, to crouch into one of the little great things on the floor, it's R2 and circle. Right. On this one, it's R2 and X. So I, I'm I'm having to go back in in the con- the way that the controller works. Right. You know, I'm like shit. That's not that's wrong game. Wrong game. Wrong game. And it's it's messing me up a little bit. Yeah, your muscle memory's um, different. Right. Yeah. Right. He's fighting a little slower in this one. Yeah. You know, like I can I'm I'm seeing the difference and now that I'm playing it again after playing all the other ones. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the way that it evolved as they got more and more games right you know um i mean it's fun i haven't done our i'm gonna play it in order you know i'll do arkham asylum 
once he goes back to work, it should only take me a couple days because there's no. There's, he was slowing you down. Well, <laughs> when he's home, we kind of since there's a game that he wants. I mean, he's doing the the Tomb Raider and he's doing Mafia, and since he has some games he wants to get in, and I want to get into Batman. He'll play for like a couple hours, and then I'll play for like a couple hours. Okay. And then he'll play for a couple hours, and then I'll play for a couple hours. I, I would think that we're hitting a moment where we're starting <laughs> to, you know, like um, give time for her gaming and for my gaming. Yes. We only have the one TV. It's not right. like I can go downstairs and go, okay, you go play Batman. I'm going to play Mafia here on this TV. Right. Well, you know, so it's now kind of we're, we're coming to that adult decisions ed when it comes to video game playing where it's like well what do you want to do well i would like to get some guy translation i want to play more but my girlfriend won't let me <laughs> a little bit a little bit you need to translate it was definitely like and i'm like okay well here i know i got this specifically i got those games specifically for her like i probably would have bought the return of arkham yeah. probably never would have played it again like because I, I i do kind of feel like those games are so good that it should you should own those games flat out mm-hmm. because they are really good. They they revolutionize a lot of current gameplay. You look I just, I, it, it, you, you just always puzzle me sometimes. Why? You just you really do because like, sometimes I I I understand what you're saying yeah. and I, I appreciate that. But the thing is, is that you're a never look back kind of guy in video games. You're like, what's the next thing? What's what's what am I doing? I and agree. then you go, oh, I don't play this game, so I'm going to trade it in. Right. So you're going to buy this game. To sit on your shelf if you she wasn't here. Well, I mean, no, no. Eventually, trade it. I would in. probably start playing it again. Okay. But my my, it would definitely be a game that I play. Like, okay, well, look, I got like three months until this game comes out, and I got nothing to play. I'll go put Arkham Arkham Asylum in. Okay. And I'll play that or Arkham City, and I'll just and see because you get you get to redo all those trophies, and I'm yeah. a trophy hunter, so I can go back in. But it's not a game that I'm going. Oh, I can't wait to go home to play Batman. Yeah. Because I've already played both games multiple times. Right. So it's kinda like it's kinda like coming home and putting on a pair of comfy slippers. It's like, oh, it's nothing nothing's on TV, so let me watch me me TV. Yeah. Where it's all the old stuff we grew up with. So I'll go and, and play that. But I'm also like, I, I got a fucking I got new Bordeaux to take over. I got, you know, <laughs> I got a crime family to take care of. Yeah. That that takes more place of punching this guy in the face again. You know, uh, I defeat a crime. Now I want to be part of the crime. Right. I have these tombs I have to raid, you know, in my 20 year butt. Like, you know, I got to see her. I, the one thing I, the one thing I will criticize the Tomb Raider game about, yeah. she does a lot of grunting. There seems to be like she's always like, oh, and I'm like, you tripped. Like, that. Oh, you're really overselling these kind of bumps and bangs. Like, the old Lara didn't do that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, so, like, those two. But I do think that Batman, Arkham Asylum, and Arkham City are, are really, like, the top of, like, AAA titles that are, like, the, mm-hmm. the pinnacle of gaming. Yeah. As far as the fighting mechanics changed the way. It changed the way a lot of games played. Right. The storytelling also helped change. It's, they're kind of like they're really good games, and I do kind of feel like if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a collection of games, like you have a wide range of, of games in your collection, mm-hmm. I think Arkham Asylum and Arkham City should be right in there. Yeah, you know, it, I think that those kind of games are ones that will stand the test of time because they are so well played. But like watching her play, it is like 
oh my god, it's like watching Batman 101. It's like, okay, it's Batman year one, basically, because you, you get all the gadgets, but it's not, it's just a little off from what you're used to. Like, when you go from Arkham Knight back to Arkham Asylum, you're like, this is, like, I feel like she, I, like, watching her, I feel like she's going through the game, like, really quick, but she's not. Like, when she saved, I think she, she might be at, like, 30%, and I'm like, Hell, it seems to be like you're going through the story way quicker than I remember. Mm-hmm. But then again, I wasn't playing it. Like, she's, she's, since she's played it so many times, it really is like, bing, 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 bing. Right. Like, it is muscle memory going, this is over here, this is over here. And I'm like, wow, I remember just kind of wandering around going, this is pretty. Yeah. Like, you know, and so it's like, I can't wait to see. Now, um, I did throw in Arkham City to kind of take a peek, but I haven't really, we haven't really, like, she wants to go through and finish Asylum before or she goes to City, city obviously. Right. Um, so I can't wait till we get to that part because even just the bonus stuff, they change. You can kind of tell, like, hey, here's here's the bio on the Joker, but it's a drawing of him. Yeah. Where in Arkham City, it's like, here's the Joker, and yet here's a nice 3D rendering of him that you can spin around and yeah. get zoom real close in. Well, that it has that. Arkham Asylum has that also because oh, yeah. they're, they're character trophies. Uh, um, okay. And the way that you spin and zoom the trophies is different mm-hmm. than I'm really big into art. So in, I can see in the difference of the way things are drawn, the mm-hmm. difference in the colors. Like right when we popped it in, I was like, his suit's a different color, purple. And Sean was like, it, that, it, it's purple. And I'm like, it's, it's a different shade of purple. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I can see the things that they changed <laughs> visually. And I can see that there's. Um, I'm confident everyone that is listening has played Arkham Asylum already. Before he gets sick with the Titans, I can see the lines in his face are clearer, and and yeah. and I can see the art of it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but it does have the character trophies, but the bios, what he was saying, were already like that. They didn't they didn't change that for the the new right. for the 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 re the um the help me out here. The, yeah the remastering of it. Mm. It's still the same. Um, but I think that the only big difference is that, um, when I played it, cause I'm not a, a internet gamer, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't ever like hook it up when I gamed on my own. I never hooked it up to the internet to like get all the extra DLC or any of that. Right. Because it's giving that with it already. Like yeah. all of that already comes with it. A lot of that stuff I didn't get to do because right. I didn't do that. You know, right. like some of the challenges that came only that you could download, I've never done those. Mm-hmm. Um, I am flying through Arkham Asylum because I have played it. Like, I played it the first time, and then my cousin wanted me to play it with her, so I played it again. And mm-hmm. I think this is, like, my third time playing it. Right. At this point, I don't have to follow the map. I don't have to – I don't – I don't. I think I'm already, like, halfway through the Riddler trophies because I just remember where they are yeah. because I've yeah. done it so much. Um, once I pop Arkham City in, it's going to be a little bit different because – in the grand scheme of thing, the map of Arkham Asylum is itty bitty compared to Arkham City and Arkham Knight, like right. like a third of what the other ones are. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I'm walking around Arkham Island, I'm like, okay, well, I remember in this thing, it's oh, this is here, this is here, this is here, this is here. Let me go get those real quick, so I don't have to come back over here. Right. Arkham City, I don't think I ever w- got a hundred percent on Arkham City mm-hmm. because Riddler trophies are what messes me up a little bit. But right. in Arkham Asylum, the Riddler trophies are just kind of hidden. So you just kind of have to like know where they are and how to get there. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Arkham City, Arkham Origins, and Arkham Knight, you have to do stuff to get to the trophy. You know, yeah. like there's stuff that you have to do with Batman 
to get him to like gl- there's no gliding in i mean yeah. well there's no dive gliding yeah. in arkham asylum that's messing me up a little bit because that's my favorite thing to do <laughs> the way that he can walk around Watch this. Ah! yes splat yes the way that I didn't he need can to do that. W- the walk around in skyrim is the way that i can glide around arkham yeah. i can do absolutely nothing but do the ars and fly <laughs> around and just land and kick somebody's ass real quick then fly back away you know like and, and actually do nothing in the game but right. glide around as batman for a little while so I, you can't do that which is throwing me off a little bit because when he is gliding from like the top of the building something else i keep wanting to dive and I'm like, shit, they didn't have that yet. <laughs> they don't have that yet. So it's, I'm, it's, it's messing me up a little bit. Arkham City is going to take me longer, though, because I didn't finish that one. Yeah. I never did 100% on the Riddler. I mean, I 100% of the story, Yeah. but I never did 100% the Riddler trophies. Okay. So that one will take me a little bit longer. Like I said, once he goes back to work Tuesday, by like Thursday, I should be completely done with the game. All yeah. right. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Any guy, anything else you'd like to add there, Sarah? No. All right. Well, let's get it. some news. Let's get some I know news. you got some news sitting in there, Ed. I do. You're right. Any good stuff? To me, it's good stuff. All to right. you, it might not be. I don't know. I mean, let's find out. <laughs> All right. Well, the first article, um, if you don't know who this person is, Asaka Tano. Do you know who she is? Um, she was Wait, an actress. No, she wasn't. She's a character. Okay. She's a character in Star Wars. Okay. It's not. A oh, it's the girl with the little horny things, and she's orange, <laughs> and she's got the white thing. Is that? Is that it? Am I close? I wouldn't say horny things, but yes. She's got horns. It look like horns, but it's probably her hair. <laughs> well, she's a. Uh, I forget the the race she is. It's actually I had it here for a second, but uh, you're you're maybe making me jump around here. But anyway, Sorry, Eric, go ahead. she was in the Clone Wars, and she's also now in Star Wars Rebels. She's a fan favorite, apparently. Right, right. And uh, you know, of course, the whole talking back in the past about canon of Star Wars canon since Disney bought the rights to. Uh, Star Wars, right. like a lot of the books and, and, and things that came out. They weren't like, nope. Nope, right. We're doing our own stuff. Uh, so they're actually making a, a Soka novel, a Soka Tana novel. And uh, in the in the novel, they actually give the reason why uh, the Sith uh, sabers are red. Okay, well, now, I always thought that traditionally it was the gem that they used to create the blade was determines the color of how the blade the blade color am i correct yes you are yes it's called a kyber crystal yes you 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 i, I, I get a gold star yes that's that is true of why the the color is but there traditionally is not a red kyber crystal oh, okay so this is gives you the origin of the red crystal right exactly and the reason why is because the the being the Sith being a part of the dark and, and the evil is the fact is is that the Kyber crystal is bleeding, oh, and they're, and they're forcing it to to use it for their powers. Oh. So that's why it comes out red. That's why they're all their colors are red. Are always red. Yeah, right. and then Jedi's are yellow, green, blue, and purple. On, if you go by the story, it depends on what your role in the Jedi Council is. Right, a Jedi Knight or a Jedi. Uh, 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 there was like a he, like a Jedi. Uh, uh, um, I want to say you might want to say his the political aspect. Yeah. Then there's the warrior aspect, uh-huh. and then there's the bad motherfucker aspect, which is why there's only one purple one. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so that's the reason why all of the crystals for the Sith are always red, always. Yes. Until Episode Eight, when someone pulls out like a pink one, and they'd be like, "Fuck." <laughs> 
because uh, the the idea though is that they the reason why they're coming up with this book and 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 talking about the copper crystals is because copper crystals are used on the Death Star, the laser that's that shoots and destroys the planets. Are the energies being used as being from the copper crystals? But those lasers go green. That's right. But they're not used by Sith lords. Oh, oh, okay. It's the person using the crystal that's oh. taking advantage of the crystal and its powers and bleeding it for everything dry. That's why it's red. That's what she I gets heard. it. I'm like, okay. that's what I heard. Make it real dramatic. Then boom, done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. And I guess they're using her to kind of bring her into the canon. Right. And then, you know, because like she's been a fan favorite. When, when Rebels came out, that was the first question they had because – when Clone Wars ended, was technically five seasons. There was a sixth season that came out that they they, they never really saw a lot of date. It was made in uh, uh, for the studio, and they showed it in Europe, and they never really showed it in America. Okay. You can buy it now on Blu-ray and DVD. The lost episode. Lost exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so fans were always asking. Let's end the season five. She left the order because she right. was up for trial, and then they found out she was innocent. But she didn't want to since nobody believed her. She couldn't go any further she, right. she left this basically left the, she's like wait all this time all this this dedication like, you guys don't fucking believe me fuck you i'm out yes and then everyone's like well what happened to her or well, now since they got rid of the whole clone wars stuff right now it's everyone's like well does she not exist anymore because you got rid of all this stuff and, and disney's like she's a fan favorite we gotta figure out what it yeah so they brought her in star wars rebels so now you can see her in rebels and the thing is also to this novel is also going to tell uh, Ahsoka tells what happens to Obi-Wan Kenobi between uh, Return of the Jedi or uh, not Return of the Jedi. Sorry. Return of the Sith. Uh, Revenge of the Sith and the New Hope. Like what happened to him in the, all those years of. of uh, hey, you settled down on Tatooine, got laid a couple of times, learned how to make noises, grew old and, you know, stumbled <laughs> across an 18 year old boy that he know that he. Hey, look, I don't want to tell you that I killed your father, but. uh Here's a sword that you know I had on me. This I had this sword up my ass for five years, for for eighteen years, and here it's yours. Make sure you wash it off and don't <laughs> stick it in your eye. Like, <laughs> you know? and then, oh by the way, you're gonna lead the rebellion because you know you're the great white hope. You know, <laughs> but I just want to go to Tashi Station. You'll whine along the way, but eventually you'll be a great hero. <laughs> Well, they, they apparently had some adventures between. Those I would dudes. assume so, that so that's, mean, you're going to get it's those ideas. Not like you sitting in a in a mud hut in Tatooine going, "Where's the clicker? I need to see what's on, <laughs> see what's going on on most most sizely CNN." Like you know, like today, pirate cuts off an arm. Wow, that sounds fascinating. What you know, <laughs> like it just sits there and all in the family comes on. <laughs> So, yeah, look for the book coming out. I think it's out already, but uh, right. it's coming out soon. So, uh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm thinking about actually reading for once. Well, it's, it's, cause, again, I told you that would happen. Once you got the root, once you cut the cord, you'd be like, a whole new world's opened up. I'm reading again. <laughs> yes. uh, really? Good for you. <laughs> actually, I've been learning. You've been learning? Yeah, I've been, been learning. learning. Yeah, All I've been right. actually learning web design. So Good for you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> this next one you'll be interested in because it was something that you brought up on the podcast version of our show, last week's show, as a bonus material, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. You were talking about it. You got excited, apparently, over the uh, – you actually posted stuff this week on our Facebook page <laughs> that you got excited over. Uh, Rockstar's new game is going to be Red Dem – Red Dem – Red Dead Red Red Redemption 2. Thank you. And it's coming out Squeal. next year. <laughs> yeah, fall uh, – 2017. 
that's where I'll be like, howdy, Ed. Welcome to uh, welcome to Geeksters. Yeehaw. See, now you can play that song <laughs> and, 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 you know, play the game. I'm a third generation cowboy. <laughs> yeah, you need the music to back you up. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm super excited. Apparently, it was, they were teasing. Everyone's like, oh, is it? Is it? And they're like, yeah, okay, not a big secret. It's Red. It's Red Dead Redemption 2. Yay. And everyone's like, they did release a trailer and everything. Yes. And I was like, oh. I wept. Did you? <laughs> Not really. I got I got a little like excited. I was like, a, he's like, I peed a little. I, maybe a little. I was like, <laughs> yay! I get you know, I get to go on a murderous rampage in the old west again. This is going to be fucking awesome. So I can't wait. Just I, I pre-order my copy now. Like if they come out with like a super duper deluxe special edition where you get your own horse and everything, <laughs> I'm down. I'm putting. Ten bucks down on that. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing that I heard was slightly disappointing is that I'm I'm hoping for a remastered edition of Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Now the Xbox One's version is backwards compatible, so that means you can buy Red Dead Redemption, either that one, Undead Nightmare, and the Game of the Year edition. Right. Slide it in your Xbox One, and you can play those games. I heard though that. The first Red Dead Redemption will only be available through the PlayStation Now membership. Yeah. That they're not doing a re... But on the plus side, that they are... Rockstar's worked out a deal with with Sony that a lot of stuff is going to be Sony-exclusive stuff. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I can't play the old game anymore, but at least I'll have the new shit before anybody else. I'm like, (laughs) woohoo! It better come with a nice, big, shiny belt buckle and a... Death motherfucker six shooter on his side, so I can go bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Howdy, partner. It's amazing. Me it's, it's amazing. He actually did six shots. I actually <laughs> count that. I'm like, yeah, that was six. The extra one was number six. It was one, two, three, four, five, and then six. I know my six shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hold on. <laughs> okay, what else you got there in your news? Are you just going to post it? To the... uh, are you done? Um, yeah, I'm just obviously I'm a little excited about it. That's all. <laughs> a little? A little. Just a little. I'm surprised you haven't done the, the, ghost, the goosebump uh, part No, of no, it. no, because it's not... I wasn't emotionally moved. I was just like, fuck yeah. I mean, there was no real... I mean, it's your typical story of murder and mayhem. Like, hey, you're a guy who's a bad guy, and that the government says, hey, we know you're a bad guy. We can take away your house, your family, your kids, blah, 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 unless you help go hunt down your old gangs and kill them. And you're like, all right, I, I gots to do what I gots to do. And you know, along the way, you're on horseback shooting people. So I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Mm-hmm. There's no emotional, like, it's not like, Chewie, we're home. And you go, <laughs> This is more like, howdy, I'm going to shoot you. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, I'm done. Okay. Right. What else you got? Um, Joss Whedon. Yes. You know who he is. I, I think everybody now should know who Joss Whedon is. Um, if you're not a Buffy Angel Firefly fan, he also did the first two Avenger movies. Yeah. He's done a lot of... Um, he also did uh, some other stuff. 
Yes. Yeah. 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 You, you, you're spot on. All right. You know, so okay. I mean, yeah, he's kind of well known lately. He's been doing the, uh, Hey, vote for Hillary kind of Trump's evil. So I'm going to get all my famous people because people tend to listen more towards famous people than anybody, any Joe average guy. Yeah. Like if, if Clooney's like vote for Hillary Clinton, people are like, Oh, Clooney said, so it must, he must know exactly what he's talking about. You know, then again, same way, same boat. Someone says, hey, vote for Trump. Oh, he's smart. He should know. He's famous. We believe famous people. But, yeah, so he's been doing, uh, you know, getting all his famous people to go, don't forget, voting is important. And by voting, we mean Hillary. <laughs> 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 like, wait, your views are different than this one? Don't, don't, then don't vote. But if you are, if you agree with us, then you agree with Hillary. Huh? Wink. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh, we need cameras in here. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Work something out. So anyway, uh, well, Josh Sweden, they were talking to him, and uh, apparently, Lake wants to do a Star Wars movie, like to direct a Star Wars movie. Really? Yes, but under one condition. It's got to have a girl lead. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is it? Uh, he doesn't want to do a trilogy movie. He wants to do like a. Uh, he just wants to do a one-off. One-off movie. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Um, yeah, he was he was talking to Complex, and he's. Uh, do I want to make a Star Wars movie? Yeah, I'd like. I was like, yeah, I would be down for a Star Wars movie, but God damn it, why? I, you know, Rogue One was a while ago, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going on. I'm reading this. I'm like, doesn't make sense to me, but I probably missed a few words. It probably means he saw Rogue One. I'm sure he knows, you know, and said, "Oh my God, I." I well, apparently, he was approached uh, a while back uh, for for a Star Wars movie, and he just didn't want to do the anthology. He just didn't want to continue on to well, yeah, somebody else's story. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. I mean, he when he did Avengers, he signed on. Okay, we got to do Avengers two because Avengers one was so good. And yeah. I think the Avengers two left a little bit of a sour taste in his mouth because I saw in another interview he was talking about the DC movies, the good and the bad of of both sides. Mm-hmm. He's like, while DC doesn't seem to have an idea of what they want to do as a cohesive story, they're all visually great. Yeah, where Marvel's movies are visually great as well. But they have a clear vision of what they want to do, and you can't really deviate from that. Like mm-hmm. every every director seems to have their own voice right. in DC, where Marvel is like you have to have Marvel's voice, yeah. not your own. Right, and that seems to when you're a creative person, that's kind of a little bit of a yeah you know, shoving match sometimes. Like it's, yeah. it becomes a pissing contest. Right. So I can see him kind of going, "You want to do a Star Wars movie? Oh, yeah, sure, I'd love to do a Star Wars movie. A Star Wars movie, movie right? Not." All of the Star Wars <laughs> movies. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but uh, one of the questions, though, of course, that this is our next story is: is what is Josh Whedon doing now? Like, what, like, what was he working right. on? What's he working on? He is. He's working on a, a horror movie uh, in based in World War Two. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I mean, I love uh, Cabin in the Woods. That's a great movie. Yes. Um. So a horror movie set in World War Two. Yes. He says, "I'm it, it, I'm in the middle of a screenplay that I'm extremely passionate about." I am going to be. It's going to go uh, streaming patching out on November 9th, said we. Of uh, this year or next year? It doesn't say, but okay. I'm assuming this year since, you know, November 9th hasn't passed yet. Right. Um, I guess that's when he starts filming. Yeah, I, I think okay. so, yeah. All right, all right. And I'm going to be extremely passionate about it again on November 9th, said we. It's definitely a departure from things that I'm known for. It's as dark as anything as I've written. I just say okay. I, I turn you. I do turn or something. Like I don't know what that means. I do turn. I do turn. That's what it says. I would write scenes like, "Oh, this is great. Shouldn't 
Oh, okay. I see what he said. I see what he, I see what he means. Okay. So he's um, trying to find the plot of this so that way we can get to the, okay. actual, the actual meat of the story here. And so uh, because, uh, I was in Germany and Poland doing research for this movie, and I was seeing Mary Parallels to the U.S., and now I'm shop-worn. It's now a shop-worn thing to compare. I have no idea. Man, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we, I mean, you listen to this man interview, <laughs> and you go, God, he's a genius. I love all this stuff. There is not one thing of Josh Sweden. I go, yeah, it sucked. No, I'm like, ooh, I'm in. Like, like you know, Josh Sweden's name's on it. I'm in. But then you interview the fuck, and he's like, I'm like, what? Well, what are you I, talking about? Okay, what it sounds like, it sounds like he was doing some research on a role, and what he'd do is he'd U-turn from what he normally does. Like, let's say the person would go down this. This is usually his character arcs. You mm-hmm. kind of go, uh, strong female lead. Very, you know, and in the moment he'd find himself falling down the plot holes that he usually goes through, he'd U-turn and do the exact opposite of what's expected that out of his writing. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm reading this, and I'm like, there's no plot. So there you go. He's working on a horror movie based on World War II. So there you go, kids. There you go. You're going to love it. It's Joss Whedon. Go see it. I Yeah, I mean, he's got witty banter. Yes. So I'm in, so I'm sure there'll be some Nazi witty banter. <laughs> All right, uh, All right, this next one, I don't know if it's true or not, but I wanted to bring it to light because I thought this was interesting. You might not think so. I don't know. Let's find it. <laughs> All right. Robert Downey Jr. Okay, RDJ. Well, actually, let, 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 me, let me back up. I already gave a little bit away, but but keep RGJ in mind. Uh, Mike uh, Zuckerberg has gone to his Facebook fans at, on, on Facebook. He has a new AI system. And okay. he's working on, and he's he's setting up his house with all his whole. Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, the, Mark, the yes. guy who owns Facebook. And, and he asked, "Who should be the voice?" Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but let's let's step back a second. Okay, <laughs> anyway. should I be surprised when you say it? <laughs> yeah, let's be. Okay, okay, okay I'll be surprised. Let's, I don't know if you'll be surprised, but anyway, uh, you know, a lot of people, of course, they said, you know, uh, Paul Brittany. Because uh, he's the voice of Jarvis. Yes, uh, Morgan Freeman was another another uh, ring in the hat. Since, you know, he's yeah, easy going. Great. James Earl Jones. I would throw his hat in the ring. Yes, but uh, R. D. J. actually stepped up. He actually posted that he would be introducing it, uh, interesting doing. Excuse me, it under one condition. He gets to do it naked. <laughs> he gets to do it. I don't know. <laughs> What's the catch? <laughs> Uh, he says, if Britney gets paid and donates to its cause of the Cumberbatch choosing, uh-huh. and, and of, of uh, basically that's the right kind of strange. So basically, they don't know if he's promoting the uh, Doctor Strange movie that's coming out that he possibly could have a cameo in, or if he just wants to, you know. Well, you said Bentley, so and then you said Bentley and Cumberbatch. Yeah. So I Bentley up, so. is the guy who did the voice for. Jarvis, and who's yeah. also the Vision, right? But Cumberbatch is also the guy who plays Sherlock, and is also in Doctor Strange. Yes. So, but our, he's, that's what he says. He wants to if if that's what it says. If Bettany gets paid and donates to a cause of Cumberbatch's choosing. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. Okay. That's the right kind of strange. Strange. Okay. All right. That's all right. quote end quote. That's what it says. Okay. So it sounds like RDJ is being a little coy by saying, "Hey." There's a possibility of a cameo of the vision being in Doctor Strange. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's uh, yeah, well, I, I speak RDJ. That's why. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm glad somebody does. 
All right, so uh, and we're definitely seeing it. So it's been getting like, like it's apparently really, really good because people are already talking about it. Yeah, it's not like Batman v Superman where it's like, no, no, you keep hush hush until the movie comes out, or Suicide Squad where right. you know it's like, hey, wait until the movie comes out. They seem to be pretty spot on with their feelings about it. And apparently, it's getting like through the roof on some of the you might want to say review sites. I mean, I'm 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 in to see it, and I'm I'm excited to see it. I'm just a little concerned, I, you know, because you don't like Doctor Strange. True, but I'm not even not even so much the <laughs> the love hate relationship I have with Doctor Strange. It's not even that. I know uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to do do extremely uh, well. Uh, job. Yes. yes, you know, I mean that's to, to me a given. Like I don't I don't see it. I do see the same formula as they do with all their Marvel products. Sure. There's the, the storyline that you're going to get that's so loosely based off of the origin of the sure. character. There is a little bit of comedy in it to give you a little I'm bit sure. of fun to it. Um, I, I think, though, this, this, this one is kind of – I'm a little scared of because it looks like you're, you're going to bite off more than you can chew on this one. Okay. I don't know. I mean, because you know, like they said it's a lot like Inception well, okay, in a maybe, way. Maybe visually – but I heard, did hear a view that, that it's on par, if not better, than the original Iron Man. Okay. I, I'm just saying, just throwing it out okay. there. So, okay. I mean, I guess not this week, but next week we'll have a review right. on it. Because yeah, we'll, I know we'll be seeing it. We'll definitely be seeing it, yeah. Right. When it comes out in November, we'll be, uh, first week in November, we'll definitely be there and we'll giving on Sunday. Why are you looking at me? Because you're sitting across from me. I'm allowed to look at you, can't I? Yeah, I mean, you, you were like in mid-conversation with Ed. I mean, we do this all the time. Look around the room. I don't have to look. He doesn't have to look at me to talk to him. I, yeah. you know, I, Especially if I'm going to start talking, I have to look away so I'm not, you know, projecting my peas on him. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm waiting for the, like that. I said, I would like, like way back <laughs> when, when we were talking about movies and all these superhero movies, how great it was. And the shoe drops. Like, is this, is this going to be the movie? Is strange going to be the one you know, where it and goes? I, I just, I. Lately, I've just been thinking about it. I'm like, this is going to be the best thing ever made that's going to be like, oh, my God, finally, they've really outdid themselves. Or this is going to be the worst piece of shit that make <laughs> Daredevil look like, I ain't that bad, have I? <laughs> I mean, Ben Affleck Daredevil. That's let's, right. Let's, let's, that's right. Let's right. compare it. There is that's, more than one Daredevil out there. The Ben Affleck one. Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> I mean, okay, well, now, what's Vince? What if, well, this one's going to finally bring magic into the Marvel Universe because there's no way you can kind of with at least. Skate around it? Yeah, like yeah. Thor's like, whoa, we're so advanced technology-wise that you guys would call it magic. This is definitely somebody going, no, it's fucking magic. Watch you pull a rabbit out of my hat. Like that kind of <laughs> thing, like that kind of magic. So into the new folds of the Marvel Universe. So it might be a little hard to swallow for some people in the, in the age of um Iron Man and Spider Man and Captain America—they're all based upon so that's, you know science you, stuff like like, like hardware. I, I, I get you that. I understand <laughs> all that, but it, it makes me laugh because you go Spider Man, Thor, and Captain America, uh-huh. and it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to believe the magic bit at all. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah Captain no, America being no. frozen for seventy years, having a super soldier serum. <laughs> I get that. Spider-Man get bit by a radioactive spider, can find walls, builds these devices that he could shoot webs. Believable. <laughs> but but if if Doctor Strange pulls around the house, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> wait wait. Inner, inner, he he can 
teleport himself from one place. Um, forget it. <laughs> Iron Man can fly from point A to point B. I'm okay with that. Thor can magically appear on that rainbow bridge thing, which I'm expecting a big. It's got to be plugged with a lot of pets. It's a <laughs> rainbow bridge. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, but, that's an antique. <laughs> Even after that joke, <laughs> but he can still appear in and out. Captain America throws all that's believable. Guy, arm, metal. Yes. Winter Soldier, frozen as well. But a moment to teleport from A to point. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> nope. Magic has no place in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> a uh, talking me- raccoon? A talking tree that moves? They're, they're, they're Believable. Alien. Aliens from another world. But you're telling me a guy from Queens <laughs> can be able to do magic? I'm done. A surgeon, no a less. A surgeon. No less. With fucked up hands because he gets to do a car accident, can't sign a check anymore, can't do his job. Now, all of a sudden, he's David fucking Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I am Dr. Strange. Mind freak. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm done. No more. <laughs> All he needs is if there, if there's a guy that doesn't talk next to him and dresses just like Doctor Strange, a fucking new Marvel's Penn and Teller, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the guy in the suit of metal that can fly and shoot beams out of his hands. That's believable. <laughs> I could buy the army's working on that right now. Magic? Nope. Sorry, done. <laughs> <laughs> What's that behind your ear? Oh, a quarter. I'm done. Satan's work. I'm done. Oh, God. No, no, no. Give me that nice church boy named Tony Stark. How about that kid, Peter Parker? He looks like he's a wholesome kid. I'll even take the the, the Black Iron Man, Don Cheadle. <laughs> Black Iron Man. Wow. Because that was a joke in uh, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. Kevin Hart's. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Don Cheadle's in it. Oh, okay. In the opening sequence. But again, got to see if they actually get it. <laughs> Don't want to spoil too much. But If you've enjoyed that laugh, go see what's next in theaters now. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Uh, I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange. <laughs> Got to wrap that up. Put a nice little bow in that. Okay, one more. One more. All right, we'll continue with Marvel. Uh, Logan, of course, the trailer. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> What's he? Get? Did he get himself in trouble again? <laughs> Am I gonna have to? Get- <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, um, the, the new the new trailer dropped this week, and everybody, of course, was excited. I watched it several times. Did you cry? No. Did you get goosebumps? No. Neither. And then, of course, somebody did, somebody did bring me the question of going, well, if Logan's really all, and I know he ages slower than everybody else, shouldn't be shouldn't uh, Professor X be dead by now? Okay, that is a valid question. And I said he lives a long life because of his mental uh, abilities, his uh, his his, uh, um, his mutation. Uh, okay, is uh, keeps him longer li- living longer than thing. I mean, he could be like eighty years old. I mean, he is painted as an old man in this film, right? You right, right. So you're not going to see the young uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. He's, he's 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 older than he's you know actually. Well, I don't know. He might be the same age. I don't know. He's in the seventies now, isn't he? Well, I mean, yeah. But I mean, the idea is that he could be a feeble it, man, right? If you see Wolverine with aged look, I mean, he's got the scars, which is going to be what happened to the healing factor. But I guess I'm sure that'll be explained. Um, um, you know, I mean, he still has the metal claws. Mm-hmm. So, like, how? And I'm sure Patrick Stewart could be like in the hundreds. 
Yeah. You no, know, I mean, you don't know how old or how in the future, or maybe it's one of those like, look, I'm young Patrick Stewart, and all of a sudden, fucking, I trip and fell into one of Doctor Strange's portals, and next thing you know, bam, it's 100 years in the future. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's not the reason of the story. The reason of the story is is that the, they've confirmed uh, more villains in the uh, Wolverine based on the trailer, but the, they also, other sources have confirmed more uh, more villains. Uh, Reavers are uh, going to be in this story. Now, you say it like that, I was supposed to know like, what that you means. You know what that so means? Like, like, oh, Reavers? I, that's fascinating. I, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> this, it's one of those things that I, I, I knew something, which is a rarity, a I big rarity, that you don't. That okay. is, that's that's scary. <laughs> okay, so what kids are, get into the bunkers now. <laughs> what <laughs> time is coming? What are reavers? Reavers are cybernetic uh, uh, cyborgs uh, based to kill and destroy all mutants. Okay, so they're kind of like uh, sentinels, but smaller. Smaller and have human uh, uh, brains. Okay, so maybe that explains the guy with the bionic arm and looking mostly human. Yes. Okay. Yes, he okay, is actually a reaver. Yes, he's he's the leader of the Reavers. Uh, River, River. I don't know. I'm just Reaver. <laughs> it's he's a, You know, there's a meme. There was a meme on Facebook that says, "My name is mispronounced so many times that I think I'm mispronouncing it correctly." <laughs> I'm the leader of the Re- the Reavers, known as River. So <laughs> the Reavers. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, who else have they established in? Uh, sorry, I guess we lost that there for a second. Who else is in the movie? Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, because we all know <laughs> Donald Pierce is actually the leader of the Reavers, uh, and he's because uh, he, of course he works along with uh, Lady uh, Deathstrike. Oh, they're bringing and, her back. Yeah, and three former uh, Hellfire Club uh, mercenaries, okay. uh, basically to help. Because uh, we all know the best part about the movies is the more villains you put in it, the better the movie makes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. Oh. At, I'm looking at you, Batman and Robin. <laughs> I'm Batman Forever and Batman Returns. <laughs> And uh, any, uh, Bat- Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. Uh, Batman v Superman, you might want to say, has yeah. way too many bad guys in it. Um, Dark Knight Returns, way <laughs> too many bad guys. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we all know that the best formula to make a great action flick is by throwing more bad guys in it. Rises. Batman Rises? Dark Knight Rises. Did I say Batman Returns? No. Well, I said Batman Returns with the whole Penguin, Catwoman, Max Shrek thing. So, yeah. yeah, all right. So, yeah, yeah. nothing says a uh, great movie like multiple villains. That's right. Yeah, all Seems right. It's going to be fun. Uh-huh. How super are they if they can't kick a bunch of all the same asses at the same time? Exactly. I, I, X-Men <laughs> Age of Apocalypse. <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> four horsemen, but the guy needs four guys that don't put... Yeah, anyway, so... Uh, and they just happen to find these people. Not like He was <laughs> supposed to search out these four extraordinary mutants to he be... He stumbled his, across them. He just stumbled across <laughs> them. Like, oh, you're here? Perfect. Come uh, on. Hey, look. What's your building? Wow. You're. Uh, you know what I mean. Weather I, control. Come on in. I need a guy who can flies. You got wings. You're in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. Control- oh, you got a busted wing. I can fix that. Yeah. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Metal wings. You. You control the weather, right? White hair, mohawk, wings. <laughs> uh, Asian girl who. Sword that looks Asian, but I know you're Asian, but you have a sword and you really don't. I'm just gonna change your outfit. <laughs> you're in. You got a sign knife that works, huh? it works, it works. You know, um, we, we need a we, we need a fourth, yeah, we need a fourth. Um, 
I don't know. Well, guy, wait, you're the guy who does ma- uh, magic tricks with metal, right? Uh, yeah. Magneto, right? Uh, nice Jewish boy. <laughs> um, you're in. But the only problem is we all have our own separate looks, so we're going to need a thief. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to call you guys the Four Horsemen, and I'll be Apocalypse. So that way, when we take our band on tour, we'll be Apocalypse and his Four Horsemen. You, they're gonna do we- magic tricks. <laughs> Weather girl with the with the mohawk. And steal money. <laughs> Weather girl with the it's mohawk. Be a Robin. <laughs> Weather girl with the mohawk. That is a perfect look for a drummer. Now, because dudes love chicks with that play drums, but you just need a mohawk. Um, you, the ma- the Magneto guy. Um, keyboards. That's your thing. <laughs> keyboards. Um, uh, Asian girl. Uh, you're a bass player. Plays, plays the play- bass. Uh, Angel guy, lead guitar. Chicks are going to dig it because you pull out that guitar with the wigs in the back. Uh, panties on stage. <laughs> I'm your lead singer. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, take it to the stage. Apocalypse and the Four Horsemen of Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go to that concert? Hell yes! <laughs> I was like, dude, dude, they got a chick drummer. <laughs> babe, babe, come on, it'll be fun. I hear the magnet guy plays the keyboards like a son of a bitch. <laughs> so there you go. There. All right, anything else, Ed? Uh, no, I've got a bonus article that I will tease now. Tease now, Ed. All right, we've got a, 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 a casting choice that didn't happen for a Fantastic Four movie. Ooh, so it's a failed casting choice that's right for a fantastic four movie that did not happen or are we talking it about did the... happen oh so we're talking about are we talking about an old version or a new version of i'm fantastic? not going to say who gave too much away i think okay all right well, well you know if you want to hear that article you'll have to listen to the podcast um but first i advise you to appreciate the fact that we thank you for listening to the show <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really I wanted to thank people, but I was already going down the Segwaying path. Of, it to I had, a, had his had a U turn it back to <laughs> yeah. thanks for listening to the show. So I quick had a I was like shit, make a turn here. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think you hit a tree on that one. Well, I you know rear end. It swung my ass out too hard yeah. and rear ended a tree on the way. Bink. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to the show. You've been listening to Geeksters live here on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. If you enjoy the show that you've just heard and would like to show your support, we don't ask for a cold hard cash. We ask for you to push a button. That is the like button in Facebook and go to Geeksters Radio in Facebook. You can also go to Twitter and follow us there at, at Geeksters. Don't forget if you want to download wanna, the podcast, yeah. if you want to download the show to hear your hear the laughs again. <laughs> Plus bonus material. Plus bonus material, like the article that Ed just spoke about. You can download the show by just clicking on the About section in our Facebook Geeksters Radio page or wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. iTunes. Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app. Search for Geeksters on our radio show will be there. If you're a Roku user My and you're, you're on the television, you can go to the Blueberry Podcast channel, search for Geeksters. Our show is there as well, and you can enjoy it through your TV. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. 
And we'll see you next week. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that second half of the show we call Geeksters. Now, as a bonus for you people who are patient enough to sit through all that, we have another news article. Ed, take it away. (laughs) Wow. Uh, I don't know if I can live up to that. (laughs) Maybe it's not bad, though. Maybe it's not bad. Did you make it this far? Good. Now we got something stupid for you. Here you go, Ed. And now we're completely different. Ed's bringing us a news article <laughs> about the Fantastic Four. About the Fantastic Four. Um, uh, can I make an assumption? Sure. I'm assuming it's the uh, Josh Trank one? No. It's not? Mm. Oh, I thought Ooh. it was the latest. Uh, the, 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 what do you call it? The... Car wreck that was known as the Fan Four Stick. Fan Four Stick. So, okay, um, which one was this one? Uh, well, I, well, it's actually I'm going to go and start with the actor who uh, who auditioned for a part in Fantastic Four. Oh, who's the actor? Ed Mark Ruffalo. Ruff- Mark Ruffalo. Ruff- Mark Ruffalo. The, the Incredible Hulk. Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead, drink everybody. It's another butcher. All right. <laughs> Um, he auditioned for Doctor Doom, really, and didn't get it. Yes, but not for the the two thousand and whatever version with uh, uh, Chris Evans and. Uh, we you're talking about the Roger Corman one? That's the one. Holy moly! Yes, he was not. He was in his twenties about that time, but his mid twenties. Struggling actor. Yes, he's a struggling actor. He had a few credits, but nothing major yet in right. in, in his acting uh, repertoire yet to. Uh, to do it, but uh, yeah, he uh, he auditioned for it and they turned him down. They turned Mark Ruffalo down. Yes. Did they give why or just um, just they, hey, you know what? It's not the way we want to go with it. So, but thanks for coming in. Move along. Well, the whole point of the whole point of this the Roger Corman one, of course, nobody's really seen this movie unless you've seen it on a bootleg, a bootleg. copy. Um, because at the time when um, Fox owned the rights to it, they had to make a movie to retain the rights, or it would have gone back to Marvel. Right. So they gave Roger Corman basically the go-ahead to make this movie. But they only gave him like a million bucks? They only gave him a million dollars, and it was just, it wasn't really going to see light of day at all. Like, basically, us talking about it is really unheard of for the most part because they didn't really want to pilotize this at all. They were just making this movie, like, here's the movie, we made it. Here's something that they could legally be bound to say, yeah, we created it, we made it, it is ours, so the rights are still ours. Yes, we're not going to pop. We're not going to put it on video. We're not going to put it on movie in the theaters. Here's a million bucks, Roger Corman, who at the time was kind of like a B movie king. He could take a small budget and really turn into something good. But when you look at a, a, um, a sci-fi project that's very heavy in special effects, mm-hmm. you're kind of limited with a million dollars. Now, granted, it's a million dollars in '94 money. Yes, is it '94? Yeah, wow. you, you are. Wow. Did you read this article? I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> it's spot I'm, I'm on. I mean, of all the years, I mean, like 94, it's just an odd number to so pick out of I don't know why. It just stuck out in me like a crawl, the 1994 version. Um, So it, it was made. Yes. I've never seen a light of day, but all of a sudden it started surfacing in the bootleg circle. Right. Why? How? I don't know. It's kind of of a mystery. I guess if I really want to get my hands on that Um documentary well, that's, doomed that's the thing they were talking about this is going to be in the documentary so it it's, is. yeah so it's the the yahoo uh movies was talking about this and they the, apparently they've gotten a, a hands-on copy of the documentary and ruffalo's oh, in it yes wow so yes well at least they're to talk about it. i don't know if he's actually in the, in the why <laughs> okay not? they don't have him actually saying it but there's right. someone went yeah you know who they're gonna hire as dr doom mark ruffalo he he actually applied for the job and 
probably did a good job, but it really wasn't the you know vehicle that we're going with. Yes, he, he knocked it out of the park, and everyone knows in a Roger Corman movie you get eh, kind of actors. <laughs> well, you he, he, the role went to uh, Joseph Culp, and uh, and he's an actor you probably best known for Don Draper in the uh, Don Draper's father, excuse me, uh, on Mad Men, uh, the AMC okay. show. Yeah, so he, he think, and he said that all pretty much most of the actors that were involved were nobodies. Were nobodies, and they really didn't go any further in their careers. You know, I, I don't know if this was a career ender for them, but it was probably they 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 just got these group of people together just to make this movie. Here's a million dollars, Roger, go. <laughs> Roger Corman yeah. probably went like, okay, well, I need a I need a bunch of unknowns. And we got to do it on a shoestring budget, so maybe everyone we can get all the actors like maybe like ten grand to be in the movie, yeah. and we can use because the movie itself is very low budget up until I mean you spend the entire movie with the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and the only one that doesn't have really have a special effect at the time is for most of the movie is the Human Torch, Torch Johnny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then when he does finally flame on, it's great. Yeah. I mean it is perfect nineteen ninety four computer animation with the way it looked yes and it was pretty good like you're going wow so you know right away where all the budget went yes which is i get it you know maybe not I mean, again maybe the documentary said like yeah we got some kids who were just down the street and they wanted to try it out and this is what they came up with we paid them like 15 grand and they were happy with it you yeah. know like for all we know and those kids were you know so and so and so and so who now run this company like you know right for all we know like that could have been just enough for someone to start up their own business, like what a workshop, let's say. Yeah. I, mean, I know they're out in New Zealand, but I mean, just the idea of, you know, this could have been a ground floor for somebody. Right. And then, and I do remember, like, there was the, like, on the back of, like, because I have a bootleg copy of it. Right. I'll admit it. And uh, on the back of it, actually, there's a story about it that Roger Corman got a million dollars. And the idea was that, that what Warner, or Fox, sorry, Fox told him was that if you make this movie and it's, you know, looks good. We'll give you a thirty million dollar budget to you know clean it up and, and right. make it better or you know get some more actors or you know it's basically a million dollar school project exactly and if you do really 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 well we'll give you more money to be able to polish it off and do it the way you want to do it exactly all right so like, he you know he did show it off and of course it never saw light of day. And I mean, some of it, I mean, other than the Johnny Storm, you know, you could see why, you know, like I back. Mean, like I said, I mean, the the thing was a rubber suit. Yeah. But again, for 1994, on a shoestring budget. I mean, especially the thing. Bad. I mean, the thing was pretty good. I mean, they, yeah. they actually used a lot. A lot of it still looks like what they did in the 2005 version yes. with uh, with the. Uh, uh, I can't think of the actor's name. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God! Why can't I think of his name either? <laughs> uh, he was in the Y. He was in the Shield. He was. Oh my God! It's right there on the tip of my tongue. Shit. Um. Oh crap! You're you're arguing. I'm trying looking you're, it you're up. Googling. I'm googling it now so I can <laughs> get you that name here. Uh, uh so so like, I'm uh, Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis. Thank you. Whew. Was gonna kill me all night. I'd be uh, laying in bed almost, and I'll just moan out, "Michael Chiklis!" He's looking over me, going, well, who do you, "Who's Michael Chiklis? Actor, thing, Fantastic Four, actor, thing." <laughs> Put it all together. And she's like, oh, "All right, we'll go back to bed." Michael Chiklis. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never ever see him like a shit coming. 
<laughs> I don't know why Santa looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he touched me there. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, like, I, I've seen it with you. Yes. I've seen it on my own, too. And it's not a, it's not a horrible movie. No. I'm not gonna. It is on par with anything other, anything else. Roger Corman's done. Right. I mean, Death Race 2000. Not really the. It's not a. Oh my God, an Academy Award winner movie, but it's an entertaining movie. Yes. You know, and some of the other stuff he does, I've I've, I've enjoyed, and so like this is up on par with that. And I'm like, yeah. all right, you know what? As, at the time, it was like this is about the closest you're gonna get to a Fantastic Four movie. All right, whatever. You know, yeah. it, you figured it was gonna be like uh, this. It's one of those. Sitting around a campfire, like you're already back in your day. <laughs> yeah, there was a movie called Fantastic Four. Not that Chris Evans once, way before he became Captain America, <laughs> in a time of you know, 1994. <laughs> a movie was made and no one was supposed to see. Tell us more, Grandpa. <laughs> it was 1994, see, and this movie was made for only a million dollars. What's money? Shut up! Let me tell the story. <laughs> In this movie, it was never supposed to see the light of day. It was a mystery. Some say it was never supposed to exist. It was a movie that should have been in a museum. <laughs> down those great halls that you've walked down many times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was just going to collect dust. It was going to be a footnote in the history of cinema. When lo and behold, the age of bootlegs. <laughs> came along and this movie that wasn't even supposed to be made never seen this light of day started creeping up in places called comic cons what's that grandpa it's a place where nerds got together and traded information first it was about comic books and then it became about merchandising <laughs> those were the dark times <laughs> the times of hey I want to meet somebody famous go to a comic con it's like now their, we their careers are over. Go to a cop. or they're on the rise. Now we call them the zoo. We just have them all behind glass. Look, there's Johnny Depp. There's George Clooney. Hey, if you coming around five o'clock? You get to see the feeding of the Brad Pitt. Ah, <laughs> uh, but 1994, it was a day of the wild, wild west. <laughs> Uh, your friend or your uncle Ed he's seen it he passed it on to me and now I'm gonna show you the Fantastic Four ooh is that the one no it's not the one with Chris Evans but how can he be Captain America and Johnny Storm it's called the not existing the clones I can buy that I knew you could <laughs> Who's the pretty girl, Jessica Alba? Have her. Well, no, we don't talk about Jessica Alba. She faded away into a place called Dark Angel, <laughs> which where she started. But that's neither here nor there. Just watch this. Pop it into our, you know. I'm gonna now beam it directly into your heads because <laughs> now we have the technology. So it's like, boop! Oh my god, I'm so scared. I, I know. <laughs> like I was gonna become an old pirate for some reason. Arr. Arr. That's what we call the Fantastic Four, kids. 
I'd like to get my hands on the documentary. You know, be... um, I think it's out for purchase. I think that they, they it's kind of like how um, I grabbed the um, whatever whatever happens to the, the death of Superman lives. What happened? You have that? The death of Superman lives. What happened? Yeah, yeah, I do. We watched it. We did. <laughs> Was I entertained? <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Yeah, we watched it. Had Kevin Smith. It, it, it talks about like the failing. Oh right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Now it's coming back to me. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long since we've seen stuff together. Right? <laughs> so uh, I mean, I do think that the movie is out now. I mean, like the Blu-ray yeah. is out for order. I keep thinking about ordering because I'm fascinated because they've been they've been talking about this documentary even before the Superman Lives yes. documentary. Yeah. This was a documentary that's been going on since way back in like the early two thousands. Yeah, you know, so it looks like it's finally got completed and done, and and now I think that the with the help of, I'm going to say the, the story of Superman Lives, I think helped this one get Made, done, yeah, get finished because at the time, who, who would care about a movie that no one technically saw, you know, we're supposed to see that was non-existent, like. The death of Superman lives to me is kind of like the story of of a Hollywood that could have been. Yeah, and people they don't think that stuff's going to sell. Like I'm fascinated with like I would love to hear about all the kind of movies that were going to be like, hey, this year you know what that uh, Logan movie? This was the original idea. Like oh, like I could watch. They should do a television show that once a week they do like an hour special or a two hour special on this movie that's supposed to come out and that never did mm. you know and what happened and what was the plot and was there stuff on the shelf that kind of were like like they were supposed to make a next another batman movie after yeah. batman and robin yeah whatever happened to that one was there anything done about it give me something to kind of be like oh what could have been like yeah and say like well like here you found out that mark ruffalo went out for the job of you know dr doom dr doom it goes along that's right along with Tom Selleck should have been Indiana Jones. Yeah. And instead it went to Harrison Ford. You're going, oh my God, could you imagine the path that Mark Ruffalo could have could have possibly taken? He could have been nowhere. Yeah. Now it could have went skyrocketed. Maybe he would have been so good that maybe they did decide to polish it off and you or know. Tom Cruise being uh, uh uh Iron Man. Yes. Yeah, they talked about that. I was like, Really? That'd be Tom totally, Cruise being Iron Man? That'd be interesting. Wow, that would have been again, that's a, a wow, I would love to see that movie. You didn't know that? No, I did not know that. Oh yeah, there's a there's a lot of like because like YouTube has like a lot of these videos like like actors who were going to be like right. Will Smith was supposed to be Neo in the Matrix, right? But he didn't get it. Sean Connery was supposed to be Morpheus in yes. the Matrix, and also uh, Sean Connery was supposed to be in. Um, he was supposed to be Gandalf. Gandalf, yes. And he said no to both of them. Yes. And that's hence the that's how he got to be what do you call it? Alan Quartermain in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Oh, Sean, how far you fall now. I always, I appreciate League of Extraordinary Gentlemen yes. for what it is. But, I mean, you just kind of go, could you imagine Sean Connery as Neo? Like, or Morpheus? Or Morpheus? I'm sorry, it's Morpheus because Neo, he went Miss Morpheus. Like, sitting there doing wire work, kung fu with <laughs> Will Smith? <laughs> like, that alone makes me go, I, I kind of want to see that movie. <laughs> like, isn't That's there, fascinating. That is, Sean, it is, it is. Sean Connery on you you want to want Neo. Like <laughs> I mean like like they also talk like like they recut uh the first X Men movie. They didn't didn't make any sense when they first made that right. movie and they recut it to what we see now. 
I would like to see the original cut of that. Like that to I be, see the train wreck that it's supposed to be. And I mean, the thing is, I would love to visit like a Hollywood studio, like one of those movie vaults, uh-huh. stuff that are just locked away and never will see the light of day. And it's just like, there's a market out there. There really is. There, like, like, you should you should open your doors once in a while and go through a list of movies and just say. Like even just make a lottery out of it, just like like put put a like a list of movies like once a year. These are the what's what was in the vault that yeah. never saw lay a day. Would you like to see? Like they have and sell on a DVD or you, Blu-ray. When you watch the Back to the Future stuff, they have some of the clips with Eric Stoltz, Stoltz as yeah. Martin, and you're going, "Oh my God, this was completely different. What the fuck?" Yeah, like they should just call the show the Hollywood that could have been. Yeah, and just do just pull like they they do that with the failed pilots. Yeah. They always put that one on DVD, or there's a, a station that goes, "Hey, there's a, here's a pilot of a move of a show that never took off. Here it is. Look at this." Right. And you go, "Oh my god, I would either never watch that, or no wonder why I didn't make it." Or like, "Oh my god, that was so cool." Yeah, do that. Like have Hollywood just kind of like go. You know what? We live in the age where we can make fun of ourselves and not make, but here, this is the stuff that we've talked about for years. The 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 not the secrets and dirty lies, but more so of like. Yeah, this was filmed and it fell apart. Here's the reason why. Because I remember, I remember a pilot pilot show that never that never made it. It was on air once in the lifetime, and I remember this because Justin Bateman was the one of the actors in it, and I like his stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's, he's a great, great actor. Um, but he played a gay guy in New York with his roommate who played like a dumb Italian. Okay, okay, <laughs> and basically the whole premise of it was like the the, the episode was. This Italian guy was like really into this girl, but she was like smarter and educated and like well like versed. So he would the gay guy would have these conversations with her. So it's like a Cyrano de, Ber- de Bergerac, except the modern telling with uh, right. But the thing is, at the end of the, for those people at the end that. of the episode, Justin Bateman just basically addressed the audience, and this was in the show, so it wasn't like right. it was taped, and you know what was taped, and, but they didn't cut it out. They basically, he goes, "Look, he goes, this is our pilot episode. We'd like to move the show forward, but you, as the audience and the people at home, have to write in and say you want to see the show." And of course, I guess no nobody there, did because no I'm did. like I'd have, I'm like I was I'm like, not doing it. It was what it, like, <laughs> it was like in the '90s, I think, yeah. somewhere like before Friends came out. I know that, and because I, I, I remember seeing Friends, and I'm like, the Italian guy was kind of like Joey, you know, in okay. a way, you know, and it was All like right. you know, and Chandler was like the gay guy. And I'm like, maybe they use that and they just expend, you know, like spend okay. off more on the Friends, you know, aspect of it. And I'm like. And you know it worked, you know. But I mean, like, legit was just those two characters right. in New York in this New York apartment. That was like the whole premise of it. Never went out anywhere else than this 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 one area, like their living room, right? Like the okay, whole, whole uh, thing. But it was like that, that's the kind of stuff that's like, you know, I, I kind of like to see stuff like that. Like, like there's stuff that's people put out. You the, know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, like I saw the um, in the Blazing Saddles, they have the pilot for the uh, Sheriff Bart. Yeah. And I watched it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. But I watched it. I watched the whole half hour of it. I'm going, oh, my God, this was such a bad idea. (laughs) But it was entertaining because it was a bad idea. I mean, I I know Amazon does it whenever they do, like, a new show. They do the pilot, and they put the pilot on their their Amazon streaming service. And then you, as a viewer, get to vote whether or not you can continue on with that show. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why The Tick got more episodes. And then there's um, a couple other shows. That's why the um, the Jean-Claude Van Damme show got more, you mm-hmm. know. 
there's like these certain shows that you kind of go, I would like to see more of that. I'm going to vote for that. And they go, okay, like Buckaroo Banzai, Kevin Smith's Buckaroo Banzai, was that one of those? Like that's what he's hoping that, because he's worked a deal out with Amazon to bring his Buckaroo Banzai show to there. Mm -hmm. So he's got to do a pilot and he's got to hope that everyone gives it a thumbs up. Like, yeah, we want more of this. Yeah. You know, before they actually make a, a, a series out of it. Right. So I'm like, why not? Like I would, weekly show of just, doesn't have to be like the full episode just hear clips have a guy go hey here's a time back in the day when there was a movie if you want to see that movie go to our website blah 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 you know the true hollywood story that's already been taken but the what that i call it um the golden age of hollywood the golden age of hollywood or hollywood's dirty little secrets uh, or something like that and you get to see this the full show or you can you know at the end of at the end of a season then when they put it out in Blu-ray, the full versions of those episodes get are as bonus features. So then you can actually go, oh my god, I remember that episode. I need to see that show. Yeah, like something because we now live in an age where you can get away with that and make money off of that. Yeah, I think we've stumbled upon. It, we got copyright geeksers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's a nice little peek behind the curtain there. Yeah, that's good. That's a good story. I like that one. Um, that was well, fun. Yeah, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we just want to tell you we all appreciate that you're downloaded. Took the time to download and listen to us. Thank you. Thank you very much. And to return the favor, we'd like to invite you to our Facebook page, Geeksers Radio, so you can give it a like. Yes. So and we can continue on with more shows if you really <laughs> like us. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Yes, and if you want to contact Sean and anything we've talked about. But actually, if you, if you really like the show and hey, you want to hear us live, on. You can on Sunday nights starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on AquanetRadio.com, <gasps> iTunes Radio, and Tune In. Tune in. All right, good. And if Just search you... Aquanet Radio in those apps, though, by the way. Right. God, I can't believe it. I would love to, but i got to listen to that thing three times just to get what we're saying. <laughs> it's Sunday nights starting at 6, Eastern Center Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and Tune In. Just, just search Aquanet Radio, Radio on those apps. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. We'll see you next week, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.